Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Prime Time. Now, a survey by the Singapore Institute of Architects last August showed that only seven in 100 young graduates said that they were likely to stay in the profession in the long run. Just seven out of 100. The top reasons for this, low wages and long working hours, a lack of work-life balance and high stress. The biggest factors said to cause stress at work were heavy workloads, unreasonable clients and conflicting requirements by the authorities. Some firms in the industry have said that retaining architects has become harder in recent years with a tight labour market and younger employees leaving for better salaries and opportunities. But one company claims it has been able to keep its turnover rate low at just 0.4% over the past year. Not only is it recognised as one of this year's great places to work in a highly turnover-prone architectural and engineering services industry of 1.4% this year, with more than 1,400 architects, interior designers, urban designers, scientists and other professionals working together across industries and across the globe, they are the masterminds behind landmarks such as West Coast Care Hub Singapore, Resorts World Sentosa Island Resort, and in the region, Parkway Health, Glen Eagles in Shanghai and Chengdu, and the Macau Island Hospital and Rabat Sinai Hospital in Morocco. To tell us more about how they're making all of this work, Angela Lee joins us. She is MD, APAC and Principal at at HKS Architects. Hi, Angela. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Angela, how bad are the problems really within the industry? We were talking earlier about high stress levels, demanding clients. So let's start with that before we talk about some of the solutions that you came up with. You know, I thought it was bad, but after you repeat what just happened in <laughs> August, it's kind of a very stark reminder. Yeah, um, see, when you list it oh like this, God, it appears say, much more dire, doesn't it? It's worse when you say it out loud. Okay. So let's um, dissect it one by one. I mean, you don't have to dissect it one by one because then we'll be here forever. But but you were in the industry and you experienced some of this yourself. So perhaps you could tell us exactly how bad it felt. It is as bad as it's published. That's no no question about it. And we are very well aware of the problem. So um, we actively are trying to avoid that to happen. So it's not like naturally, you know, we just, you know, people just love staying and working for us. We are aware of um, action needs to be taken. But first thing first, I mean, we get to the root cause of the problem is, I believe, the long hours and also demanding clients. It's it's real. Okay. Mm. But we have to understand our clients. Sometimes they also have their own uh, people to report to. So when I said that, I said it one by one, not to get into very much detail, but number one is as bosses or supervisor. We don't like to use the word bosses, but you know, we, we work together. Sometimes we have to stand up for our staff mm. when things are becoming unreasonable. In saying, instead of saying yes to everything, we have to help them negotiate and find a way to not have deadlines on Sunday when someone called on Saturday. We have to, like, if they're too young and too scared to say no, we have to stand up for them. Mm. But then wouldn't your clients then say, oh, you guys are not good, we will go to a different firm? 
that is the risk you have to take. Yeah, because I think you that's why lose, that's why people yeah. say yes, they don't want to lose the client. Then you lose your staff. Uh, and you also don't have a company. So we have to be brave. And do you want to keep the staff, the good staff, the really talented one? Or sometimes you have to explain. And we're not just saying, no, we are not going to do it. There are times we can say, okay, do you need it Monday morning or Monday afternoon? There are times the client really just have a meeting, you know, Monday afternoon and they want it on Sunday. We can promise them definitely by lunchtime we will have it ready for you. And those clients who have worked with us and know we will deliver will listen. Angela, how long have you been in the industry? It's um, 29 years, uh, going on 30 this year. Okay, so I'm sure you had to come up against all of these things as well, demanding clients, demanding bosses, uh, having to do a lot of grunt work at the beginning before you could get creative with your architectural talent. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. made you want to stay in spite of the difficulties? Because all of these changes are only coming about now, right? So I'm sure in your 20 years, you suffered quite a lot and had to just swallow it. No, no. Um, ah, okay. No, no, no. I am behaving the way I'm treating people the way I was treated. So first of all, the people I report to, the bosses, and we don't use the boss. We say I work with certain people. Even when I say the CEO, I work with my CEO. I don't think he will like it when I call him bosses. That's kind of, actually, I don't think, that sounds kind of negative. <laughs> well, I, I know a lot of people who actually yeah, love like being it. called the boss. So I've been meeting the polar opposite. So you're telling me that from the start of your career, you have had pretty good workmates and colleagues and superiors. Yes, long hours, yes, but bosses, let's just use that term for the, you know, for, for what we're discussing, will stand up for me. Mm. They have done that, and I saw it. Um, it's not a fight, they just, they reason. So that makes me want to give a little bit more, right? So it's a, it's a relationship. Any work relationship is just like a marriage. It's give and take. Sounds like you have been one of the lucky ones because considering that so many graduates have left the industry, they did not have the same environment that you did. It doesn't sound like it. And I have worked for only one firm. I've never thought of leaving and we moved up the ranks. So, yes, but the, the issue might be because I don't know any better. I'm just treating people the way I was treated. Mm. Okay, there have been some other issues that have been brought up mm-hmm. as well. For instance, having to do a lot of grunt work at the beginning or not being able to get overseas opportunities because in this field, I think a lot of people want those opportunities to grow and learn and to take on more challenging projects. So what do you guys do in order to address these concerns? We try to um, not have one staff work on something for a Sometimes it happens when you know a project very well, it's hard to pull you off. But um, we find opportunities to add something to their life that's a little different. Maybe do some pro-, pro bono work. Or if someone is working in a hospital, we will ask them to do some interior work once in a while. We're very well off. You really can work on one thing for a very long time. Overseas opportunity is there. We have overseas work, and I'm not the only one who is traveling all the time. Tell us more about your in-house research lab. How is this helping retain talent and also attract new talent? I think more on the attracting talent side, retaining talent will probably be the work environment and culture. So to attract new, uh, new talent, the research lab is a testimony 
of our company that we invest in innovation and we want to always um, improve our design and our processes. Here's the thing, mm-hmm. Angela. All these things mm. are related to cultural change within the company. But you're saying that as soon as you joined HKS, they already had a pretty healthy culture in place. So tell us more about what companies who have a dysfunctional culture can do at this time in order to repair it, in order to become more inviting to talent. For us, um, it's definitely from the top where our CEO has open door policy. So, and then the CEO openly encouraged young people to have a voice. So when I was, you know, 24 years old, myself and a couple other ladies, we walk into the CEO's office and we said, there's something that's not right about the company and we, we demand certain things. And he looked up to us and said, well, if you want to change it, change it yourself. And what it means, what he really means is you have the authority to do something to improve your work environment. Mm. What do you say to companies who are not ready for this yet? Or what's your advice to architects, young architects working in companies that don't seem ready for a change like this? I believe there are companies, a lot of companies who are ready and want to support young people and support women. They might not know what to do. So when they said they're not ready, maybe they just don't know how to go about it. Their heart, I think, is in the right place. I know a lot of senior owners in Singapore, very, very nice and honorable people. But on their side, they probably need to be a little bit more open. And from the young people's side, what really uh, I really want to change for the younger people is don't be so afraid of retaliation. Mm. Or they think... You know, so-and-so is older and I should never tell them, you know, if I have any suggestion because they know better. Mm -hmm. So speak up. But then if you were to meet one of these individuals, these company bosses whom you say actually have their heart in the right place, just don't know how to get started, what would Mm -hmm. you tell them to do? Um, sit still and listen. <laughs> sit still and listen. Okay. Listen. <laughs> don't wiggle too much when you hear things you don't hear. Um, what we do also is, and we just did it today, mm. we have a lot of one-on-one. We take the staff out to uh, have lunch or coffee or breakfast, whatever suits their schedule. Take them outside of the office. So it's a more friendlier, in a friendlier environment. Mm. Um, it's not a conference room that they still see you as a boss. Have a cup of coffee, have a longer lunch and ask them, um, not gossip, but what they see the company, what they see we can improve and be genuine about it. Most of them can tell. I think all of our staff can tell if you really, really care and you're genuine about it, they can tell they're not stupid. The young people, they know when they actually care about them. They can tell. Yeah, authenticity is such a big thing, isn't it? Now, at the Board of Architects presentation ceremony last month, National Development Minister Desmond Lee did acknowledge that there is a need to do more to keep talent in the industry. And he did say that architects will soon get career support through a new joint work plan. Talk to us about what you think should be included in any career support program or initiative. I think career support would be, um, from my standpoint, is not just about money. Okay, It's to help them know how to speak up, 
uh, the soft skills to deal with difficult situation and difficult client. Because when you say long hour and low pay, actually it's mostly long hour. When you count all your long hours, your pay becomes very low. If you average 15, 16 hours a day instead of eight hours a day. So I would like for them to help young people learn how to deal with difficult situation, how to have better soft skills. And on the other hand, it's not all on the industry. Everybody who's hiring the architect, who uh, always go for the lowest par- uh, price, they usually get what they pay for. And if I may be so bold, everything we buy, be it be a purse or a parachute, we usually get what we pay for. And architect mm. is the same. Professional, any professional is the same. Right. And you've got to invest in your people if you still want a company. What's the alternative you said earlier? That you'll have no staff. Either you have no good staff or you lose clients. Your choice. All right. Thank you very much for that, Angela. Really appreciate your time today. Angela Lee, Managing Director, APAC and Principal at HKS Architects. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.